Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me? <laughs> Buenos dias, damas y caballeros. Me amo Sancho, where I play chicken with the divs. <laughs> yes, I'm crazy. <laughs> oh. Buenos dias. Buenos dias, damas y caballeros. Buenos dias. Uh, yeah, I thought I'd have a little fun today. What the fuck? Why not? Why not? Can you guys hear me? Thumbs up. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the Fool Man 2 working today. Thought I'd do something a little different. I got to mix it up, man. I got to mix it up. Uh, folks, there's so much going on. Obviously, we know what this Ministry of, Def- uh, of Truth, Ministry of Truth is. That's why I'm wearing this shirt. That's why I'm wearing this shirt. It's a blue shirt. It's a blue. No, 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 no. This is a blue shirt. It really is. You're seeing things. Folks, you can Venmo me. D-Rod 1977. D-Rod 1977. Or you can super chat with me. I guess I got that going on now. Uh, but uh, Venmo D-Rod 1977. And uh, health with Sancho. Your health with Sancho. Listen to these studies show our mental health changes based on how many of a, uh, how many or few wrinkles we have. Anti-aging companies prey on that, but many of their products do not work because they fail to target the root concerns that contribute to wrinkles. The true way to attack wrinkle concerns is by going underneath and underneath the surface of the skin in ways that promote youthfulness. This is why I highly recommend taking multi-collagen, this amazing project. This amazing, <laughs> this amazing product helps restore our skin's youthfulness by getting to the root of the problem that causes wrinkles. It works because it's a health supplement, not an anti-aging serum. My skin looks better than it has in years. <laughs> oh, my skin looks better than it has in years thanks to taking it. If you've been looking for a great way to improve your skin's health and youthfulness, you'll love the wonderful effects of taking collagen. Get up to 51% off the next 24 hours only by going down below. Click the link below and join Sancho. Join me. Join Sancho. <laughs> yeah. I better be very careful on here, folks. Uh they got the Ministry of Truth now. I got to start bobbing, weaving, moving out of the fucking way. This is ridiculous. Folks, I got um a lot of things coming up. A lot of amazing things coming up. Thank you very much for the super chat. Thank you for the Venmo D-Rod 1977. It always helps. Spotify is Nino's Corner. Telegram is Nino's Corner. Getter is Nino's Corner. Etsy is Nino's Corner Store. And I got a store coming up called uh, Patriot Wear coming up. Twitter is Nino Boxer. And I'm going to be talking about Twitter very soon, very shortly. We're going to talk a lot about Twitter right now. Uh, I, uh, Twitter is Nino Boxer on Nino's Corner.tv. Thank you, Teresa. On Nino's Corner.tv, I got the ghost coming on. This is going to be big because the ghost is going to talk about Starlink, the upcoming moves of the Black Hats, what he thinks about Elon Musk. Where this is going with Twitter, is it a blow to the deep state? I thought it was. At first, I really did think it was. Until they uh, 
Candle, uh, Mike Lindell. <laughs> they got rid of Mike Lindell already. I think he was only on there for like three hours. And they got rid of him. Plus, we made a big mistake. So I got the ghost coming on today. I got Mel K coming on today. Thank you, Shazam. Shazam Dino. Thank you, Shazam. Uh, I got Mel K, the ghost, Juan O. Saban update coming up uh, later on today. He's uh, flying to uh, Vegas. I got David, I think it's Carrico, David Carrico. And I got Billy Falcon. I got Billy Falcon coming up with his new release of The Warrior. The Warrior. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, and on that note, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it's coming. Oh, 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 coming at you live from the apocalypse, folks. Orale, vato. Yeah. All right, orale. The Sancho Edition. <laughs> We're doing the Sancho Edition, where I play chicken with a disease. <laughs> Okay, people. Natalia, gracias, amiga. So what we're talking about here today is, uh, I, yeah, I know you guys are going fucking nuts. Me and Jago need to do a show together with this. <laughs> T-Shar, gracias. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you this right now. Um, just when I thought we scored a huge touchdown with Twitter. Now, I don't know if Elon Musk is in charge of Twitter just yet. I'm hearing different things. I'm hearing a lot of conflicting information. Um, But Mike Lindell's account got bombed once again, right when he came up and said, I'm reinstated, blah, 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 bombed. Now I checked Charlie Kirk's status. He's still up there. There's still some, some Patriots up there, but for how long? That's the question. Are we really going to see change with Twitter? We're going to see. Um, Update, both Ellen DeGeneres and James Corbin will no longer be talk show hosts in 2023, so we can fucking thank the Lord to that. Ellen DeGeneres and James Corbin are no longer going to be talk show It makes you wonder, folks. It really makes you wonder what's really happening behind the scenes. It really makes you wonder what's happening behind the scenes. And yes, I'm going to shave this off right after the show. <laughs> Biden administration just created a dystopian disinformation governance board. So what I see here is they're panicked, really fucking panicked to where they now have to resort to making these type of chess moves. And they're they're forced moves, folks. Believe me when I tell you, this is a forced move. Now, I got to be careful on how I say this. From what I understand, for all purposes, now, this is, I, I don't have validation on this. You might want to fact check this, whatever. But this is theory. Is Elon was funded with black hat money. And then a switcheroo happened. And we're going to go into that with the ghost on ninoscorner.tv. Some kind of switcheroo happened. It's a theory. It's just a theory. But the ghost is going to go into that, into that with ninoscorner.tv today. Um I think it's highly plausible. Um, But they are making desperate moves. For Biden to have to do this, for Biden to have to resort to this type of tactic, Hitler did the same shit, okay? Hitler did the exact same Ministry of Truth propaganda bullshit. Now, I got to be careful what I say in here. Uh, Because now they're really going to start going after people and purging channels and doing the whole shebang all over again. 
And the important thing here is, folks, you can always give me on ninoscorner.tv. They may even be going after people on Rumble. They may go after people on Bitchute. Just like I said, that's why I've never trusted those platforms. The Department of Homeland Security, DHS, is now being weaponized against free speech, folks. <laughs> this is an assault on our First Amendment. This is it, big time. They're going all in. And they're exposing themselves as they do so. So, DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas announced the creation of Disinformation Governance Board, raising serious questions, raising serious questions free for, for free speech concerns. This is unprecedented and dangerous to our constitutional republic, folks. Fucking dangerous. They're going all in. You got to ask yourself why. So much is coming out right now, folks. So much. We got the Durham. We got the Hunter. We got all the shenanigans they've been doing up in the over in Russia. There's a lot happening. I'm very vague on what I have to say because you know why. But you know why. Because of Sancho. I have to be really vague on what I'm doing here. Really vague because I'm tiptoeing. I'm tiptoeing walking the line here. Um, he announced this decision in a congressional hearing. Our Undersecretary of Police for Policy, Rob Silvers, is co-chair with our Principal Deputy General Counsel, Jennifer Daskal, in leading a just recently constituted Miss Disinformation Governance Board. Coming after your free speech. <laughs> oh, boy. The goal is to bring the resources of the department together to address this threat. Homeland Security Secretary defends disinformation board and its newly appointed leader. Have you seen this bitch? Have you seen this crazy fucking bitch? These people are insane. I don't know if you saw her singing that song. It was on Fox News. I saw it for a second where she's singing this Mary Poppins fucking style song that I'm like, I'm wanting to fucking gag, wanting to throw up. It was disgusting. It's like I'm looking at a crazy fucking insane person up there it's 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 virtue masquerading it's evil evil masquerading as truth evil masquerading as virtue and the dumb people fall for this shit the dumb people fall for this shit department of homeland security uh, secretary alejandro mayorkas defendants his agency's moved to create a so-called disinformation governance board after it faced widespread criticism that it was tantamount to an Orwellian ministry of truth. Oh, that's not truth. What do they have to cover up? What are they so worried about? What are they so worried about? How many of you know that 2,000 Mules is out right now? 2,000 Mules is out right now. It's making an enormous bang. An enormous bang. And I'm pretty sure people are going to be spreading that all over Twitter. All over Twitter. They have got to put a lid on it, folks. That's what this is about. They have got to put a lid on it. So you know what I say? I say we play chique with a deep state. So he states here the board does not have any operational authority or capability. Really? Then why even have it? Mayorkas told CNN on Sunday, what it will do is gather together best practices of addressing one threat of disinformation from foreign stated adversaries from the cartels and dismantle and disseminate those practices to the operators 
that have been executing and addressing this threat for years. Then Elon Musk went on record saying, Twitter blocking Hunter Biden laptop story during 2020 election. Uh, incoming Twitter owner Elon Musk issued a comment on the social media platform's October 2020 decision to block the reach of New York Post article dealing with Hunter Biden's business deals. With just weeks to go before the, the you-know-what election, the New York Post released a story about the younger Biden's laptop. Twitter, Facebook, and other platforms removed moved it, blocked it, its reach, and uh, while Twitter locked the newspaper's account for more than two weeks. So he's saying he's not going to do that shit, but actions speak louder than words, folks. Actions speak much louder than words. And I don't know, why is Mike Lindell locked out? You all want to fact check that? So Mike Lindell is out of there. So he's already gone, and I've heard they've suspended a few other Patriots accounts We'll see what happens. I'm walking the line on YouTube, folks. You have no idea how much I just want to spill my guts out and talk shit. But I can't reach the normies on other platforms. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. The only way I can do this is here on YouTube. On YouTube. Welcome to YouTube. Texas man offers Elon Musk 100, acre, 100 acres of free land to move Twitter's headquarters. You better better think about that offer for a second there until these people get reinstated on the platform. Think about that offer, sir. An Austin area man is offering Elon Musk free land to use for Twitter's headquarters should the billionaire choose to relocate his newly purchased company from San Francisco to Texas. Twitter accepted must deal to buy the social media platform for $44 billion on Monday, which prompted Governor Abbott to invite the richest man in the world to move its headquarters to the Lone Star State and join three of Musk's other companies. I, I see, um, you know, we're get, only time's going to tell this. I'm going to get a lot of insight with Ghost today. Uh, he's very connected. He's already connected to Starlink. And he's going to give his theory on what, what Starlink is going to be used for. Now, a lot of you can imagine that. I'm not I'm not going to go into detail on here. But what Starlink will be used for um, is pretty damn incredible if this works out the way he says it's going to work out. And that's only on ninoscorner.tv. I am not putting that shit on here. Thanks, Karen Ford. You guys like the stash? It's a fucking 70s porn stash. Do I look Mexicano? Yo soy Mexicano. Mexicano. ¿Qué pasó? Green offers bill to abolish Section 230. Representative Marjorie Taylor Green on Thursday is introducing a bill to abolish Section 230, the law that protects online platforms, platforms from liability. On the heels of Twitter accepting Elon Musk's offer to buy the company and take it private. Green's bill would eliminate the law making online platforms not liable for content posted by third parties and replace it with a provision to require reasonable non-discriminatory access to online communication platforms through a common carrier framework that Green compared to airlines or package delivery services. 
Republicans have long claimed that social media platforms have an anti-conservative bias, pointing to tweets that have been taken down and the removal of entire feeds from the networks. We've all witnessed it. We've all seen it. We've all experienced it. My growth on Twitter, on all my platforms, I would gain 1,000 people, and then they'd take me down 1,500. I'd gain 2,000 people, and they'd take me down 3,000. That's how they gauge you. They put a governor on your social media. So your true numbers are never really ever realized. And I believe they even do that on this platform. Uh, when I first came out, I, was, I gained thirty six to 40,000 in one month. After that, it's been a drizzle. It's been a slow climb. But I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> Share and subscribe, folks. I have to do it this way. We got to break the algorithm. Share this video. Please, por favor, <laughs> por favor, do it for Sancho. Pelosi leads congressional delegation to meet with Z- Zelensky. Zelensky, thank you, Brianna Ray. Zelensky. So Pelosi is now the highest ranking U.S. official to visit Ukraine during the war. And the surprise visit added to the growing momentum behind the wars, the West support for the country's fight against Russia now. I'm going to be talking to Juan O'Saven about this today and the ghost. They, you know, they want like hell to send our troops there. They need the, they need America behind this. And guess what? They don't have it. They don't have it. I'm even going to say that their approval rating is lower than what they say. What? 20%. I would bet it's in the single digits. I would bet. It's in the single fucking digits. Dead serious. The trip comes as Moscow's refocused military campaign in Ukraine's east struggles to make significant gains. And as Kiev's allies step up with increasing military supplies, with both sides appearing to be settling in for a prolonged conflict. We are visiting you to say thank you for your fight for freedom, Pelosi said. Fuck, I hate this bitch. During a meeting with the Ukraine officials, according to a video posted by Zelensky's official Telegram account early Sunday, your fight is a fight for everyone. And so our commitment is to be there for you until this fight is done. Starting World War III, folks! (laughs) That's the fight they want. And they want us in it at any cost. They want America in it. We're already sending them equipment. But I do believe their safety is in place. It's heating up, folks. This this shit's going to just keep keep escalating. And I'm telling you, man, from what I can see, and I'm sure from what all you can see, from what all you can see, this is like, um, with the information that's about to be coming out, okay, that they don't want you to know about. Hillary, Hunter, all of them. They don't want you to know this stuff. They need to create a task force. (laughs) If you're against any of their agenda, if you're against any of it, if you question any of it, you're a fucking threat. You're a threat. This is a blue (laughs) t-shirt. Isn't this, isn't this proper for this broadcast right now? I would say so. I would say so. 
John Durham hasn't ruled out charges against tech executive one prosecutor. Special prosecutor John Durham's team this week suggested that a technology executive who was hired by a former Clinton campaign lawyer may face criminal charges. Tech executive one, as he calls him, who was confirmed to be Rodney Joffe, is currently being investigated by Durham's team, said a prosecutor. Prosecutors do not provide more, did not provide more details. We have not at this point charged Mr. Jaffe with a crime, but as we've been saying for all along, this is an ongoing investigation and we can't say no crime has been committed. Andrew De Filippis, the prosecutor, said in Washington in the courtroom this week, according to the Washington Times and other media outlets, Durham's team is now looking closely into the matter, he said. There's multiple chess games being played right now for the way Juan explained it to me. It's like it's like lighting multiple fires in different places where the deep state has to fucking fight back. They have to go here. They have to fight this battle. They have to fight that battle. And what it's doing is like a vice grip on their brains, on their minds, on their hearts, on their souls. Slowly, slowly adding pressure, getting their adrenaline up. Isn't that proper? Getting the adrenaline up. It's like a bullfight, folks. And we're the matador. We're the matador. And we're torturing the bull. We're sticking it with pins. We're sticking it with with spears as we lower the head more and more. It's getting tired. It's getting exhausted. And before you go in for the kill, the bull's ready to give up. You take the will away from the bull. Folks, I love the bullfights. (laughs) That's how you kill the bull. And I believe, a lot of you say, oh, you know, we're not in charge. There's no plan. Eh, 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 eh. Look at the panic moves Biden's making. Look at the panic moves. This is a panic move. They're scared. They don't control the narrative anymore. What happened to Boogeyman number one? Boogeyman went, Boogeyman number one, you all know what that is, went down the drain already. (laughs) Who fucking cares? I was just in California. Nobody was wearing this. Nobody cared about this. I was just there. Nobody cares. Nobody cares anymore. (laughs) They're panicking. Federal informant involved in Trump Trump probe Valentin Brooksmith found dead after reported missing. Federal informant involved in Trump probe and Trump probe 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 Valentin. Brooksmith, I think that's how you say the last name. I butcher everyone's last name. Found dead after reported missing. Foul play, I'm sure. I'm sure it's foul play. And and, and look, folks, I got the community guidelines from YouTube, and I have to be careful when I talk about anything with the what happened in 2020. But Wisconsin, Wisconsin County takes the lead in banning private funding of you know what? Uh, Wisconsin's Walworth County has become the first local government in the state to ban the acceptance of private monies or grants to use in the administration of, you know what, what happened in 2020. Approval of the measure came after 16 states enacted legislation to ban or regulate the acceptance and use of private funds by public officials. Good government advocates have been incensed that a Mark, that a Mark Zuckerberg-funded activist group the left-wing Center for Technology and Civic Life, flooded 
You know what offices in Democratic Party strongholds with millions of dollars and an apparent effort to drive up, uh, you know what, turnout for the party in 2020. You all know what I'm talking about, right? You guys know what I'm talking about right there? I got to be careful in this. I have to tiptoe. If you are if you see me still on YouTube, it's because I'm doing shit like this. Using code words. Boogeyman. Shit like that. I have to do that. Otherwise, I won't reach the normies. <laughs> Your friends that are still asleep have their head way up their ass. <sighs> Narrative is dying. The agenda is dying. They're going to plan B, C, and D. It didn't work out for them. Plan A, very plan A. I'm going to go, okay. Really, plan A was Hillary. That was plan A. That, that apple cart got flipped over. That didn't happen. Plan B was, well, what happened in, you know, what happened in 2020? They, you know, the whole thing. Plan C, D, and E, I think the very last one, the big one is going to be climate change. That's going to be the big one. <laughs> That's why you're all getting electric cars, because you care about the climate. Never mind about the planes overhead with cat drills. <laughs> the stupidity of people, man. It's like, don't you have any spiritual awareness, self-preservation, curiosity to look around you and say, gee, I don't know. That used to not be there. The clouds look really funny in the sky now. It looks like a big haze. Mississippi has enacted a new law that forbids state and local government agencies from withholding services or refusing jobs to the un... See, I told you, if you just would have held out just a little while, if you just would have held out a little while, this applies to children also attending school. So now Mississippi has enacted a new law that forbids the state and local government agencies from withholding services or refusing jobs to the people that didn't get this. <laughs> you wait just a little while, it pays off. Stick to your guns. It's falling apart. And I don't think, and I hope not, I say this, but I don't think they'll be able to do this again. I, I hope not. Because um, didn't you learn? Didn't you learn? I mean... I don't know. It almost seems to me like some people have what, what's that a uh, Stockholm syndrome. It's Stockholm syndrome where you fall in love or you, you, you feel like you owe something to your captive. It's the same thing. It's Stockholm syndrome. You see people walking around with this shit. They're either hypochondriacs or it's like Stockholm syndrome in my opinion. I appreciate the super chats. Any of you doing that? I appreciate the Venmo. It's D hyphen rod 1977. You have to want to ask me a, a question on there. I'm going on with a ghost tonight or right now, actually I'm going on with a ghost. And then Juan O'Savin is coming on. That's going to be a good one. Uh, Fairberry parents tried to provide a schooling alternative. Now someone just sent me this, a friend that's involved with the Patriot switch. If you're not part of the Patriot switch, I don't know what you guys are waiting for. Uh, a group of parents in Fairbury, in Fairbury are starting a private school in their area to provide parents a choice when it comes to where their children can attend school. 
Dismayed at actions taken by government during the boogeyman crisis, they are taking matters into their own hands for the sake of their children and other children in the vicinity. So they're starting. Parents came together and said, you know what? Fuck this. We're taking the matter into our own hands, and that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. And they're creating a school, a private school. Incredible. It's what we all should be doing. And as we get close to border news, fentanyl, which I know people who have died from this, fentanyl kills so fast that aid groups are rethinking how to fight overdoses. Naloxone is needed in greater quantities and closer to users, community groups say. As the Biden administration calls for overdose antidotes to be distributed closer to where illicit drugs are consumed, groups working with users say affordable versions of the drugs remain in chronic shortage. This is done by design. If you really cared about the fentanyl crisis, you would shut the fucking border down. (laughs) So Sancho's family cannot get here. But you would shut the border down. You would shut it down. This is done by design. What about that Trevor Noah uh, act? Things are looking up. Gas prices, inflation, and Biden sitting there laughing like, ah, ha, 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 yeah, this is funny. I'm fucking up the country. And everyone's misfortunes is on my back. But I don't give a fuck. It's hilarious. Fuck everybody. Fuck America. <laughs> fuck America. Because you know what? It's funny. It's funny to see people fucking suffer. It's funny. Fuck this country. (sighs) Harm reduction organizations that give clean needles, give clean needles and medical care to drug users say they need cheap reversal treatments in greater quantities and closer to where drugs are taken as the synthetic opioid fentanyl permeates the U.S. drug supply and overdose deaths Reach new records. Folks, this is coming over the border. I'm on the border. I have friends that are border patrol. This is coming over the border like gangbusters. They uh, seized one shipment. They told me about one shipment. And who knows how many are getting over. It's a free-for-all, so who fucking knows. Um, And that one shipment had enough fentanyl in it to kill everybody in the United States five times over. Just that shipment. Imagine what's out there. Imagine what's out there. And as everything's being laced, you can't even smoke a joint without wondering, fuck, is there fentanyl in this? And what I'm hearing is there's a much stronger drug coming down the pipeline. It's a much stronger drug than fentanyl even. And if you know anything about fentanyl and what's happening at the border, China is controlling all of that shit. They're paying the cartels and it's just coming over like gangbusters, folks. And I think it's and obvious. It's obvious it's done by design. It's obvious it's done by design. I think it's there to kill the homeless, the sick, the weak, the lost. You know, one thing I've noticed about a lot of drug addicts, and, and, I'll, and I'll say this, I've had a lot of friends that have fallen into that shit. They're brilliant people. And I think a lot of them just feel too much. They feel too much so they wouldn't deaden themselves down. I really believe that. I think a lot of them are empaths and they take on too much energy. They don't know what to do with it. They're, you know, it's it, depression's a motherfucker, folks. And I think uh, 
I have a lot of um, sympathy and empathy for people that are drug addicts because they are some amazing people, folks. They are Some of them are some amazing, amazing people. I don't know if any of you have ever, like, even tried to talk to a homeless person. Like, that's just down on their luck. I have. And that changed my whole perspective on how these people are because I was um, – I was yeah, – it's just about – Eight years ago, I was pressure washing with a friend at a parking lot at a Sun Harvest grocery store. And um, there was a tent on the side of the grocery store. And I kept looking at it, and I didn't see anybody in there. And I uh, I decided, well, I'm going to go check out that tent, see what's in that. See what's in that tent. I mean, it's just looks abandoned. It doesn't look like anyone's in there. So I walked down the alleyway. It's about 530 in the morning, 6 in the morning. And I walked to the tent, and I look inside the tent. And obviously, it seemed to me like the grocery store that was there, they were letting this guy stay there for whatever reason. And uh, I look inside the tent, and I open it up, and I look around, and I see newspapers and blankets and shit in there and some books. Like, obviously, this guy's reading. Um, and then to the left of the tent, I see a shoebox filled with rocks with candles and then a picture of a family. And it was two daughters, a son, a wife, and and I guess the man, the man there. And I looked at it, and as I was looking at it, uh, a guy behind me says, can I help you? And I looked behind me, and it, it obviously it was a homeless guy. And he looked at me and goes, can I help you? And I said, oh, man, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to step, over, step out of bounds here. You know, I know this is your property, your property, whatever. And he goes, that's not, not a problem, man, not a problem. And, and I started talking to the guy, and I learned, as he told me the story, the, sh- the, the, the shoebox I saw that was filled with rocks and the two candles in it with the picture – that was his family. This man is a lawyer. He was a lawyer, a very well-off lawyer. His family with his two daughters, his son, his wife, and his mother got hit by a semi. Got hit by a semi on their way to San Antonio and died. And he just blew a gasket and he lost his, he's lost his way in life. And you know what? When I hear shit like that from people, how many of us are like that close to like anything can happen? Seriously. We're all one step away from fucking insanity or homelessness. Anything can happen to any of us at any time. And that's a reminder to me that not all these people, not all of these people are cracked out, nuts, whatever, have drug problems. Some of them have. How many of us know how we would get over it? I don't know. I don't know how I would even get over something like that. I'd probably do the same thing. So I don't know. There's a little story for my uh, audience, my family. Sad. It's a sad story. It's a true story. Um, and I never saw the guy since, man. Um, I don't know whatever happened to him. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a sad thing. You never know what's going to happen to you in life. In border news, in border news, Biden and Mexican president discuss irregular immigration at southern border. Ah, oh, you think it's irregular? <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. Shut the fucking border down. Close it. Strengthen the fucking border patrol. Strengthen ICE. But that's not your job, is it? You're a globalist. You're a Trojan horse. That's not your job. President Joe Biden and the Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Abrador joined a bilateral meeting on Friday where the two leaders discussed efforts to limit irregular, irregular immigration at the southern border. See, they go there saying they're going to talk on that and they talk about something Completely different. The meeting, and here's my point right here. The meeting also addressed the visions of both the United States and Mexico to accelerate 
to accelerate development and infrastructure projects along shared borders to strengthen new North American supply chains and the cross-border agricultural and commercial activity. So they want to erase all borders. So do you see how they, they threw that in there? They said, ooh, irregular immigration. we got to handle that. But really, <laughs> the, the, the meeting was to address visions of both the United States and Mexico to accelerate development and infrastructure projects along shared borders. So they're erasing borders. That's what they're doing. That's what they want. That's the globalist plan, folks. Wipe out the middle class, turn us into a third world country, socialist, and erase borders. Erase all borders. That's why this is happening. In what the fuck news, que paso news, why is Canada euthanizing the poor? Since last year, Canadian law in all its majesty has allowed both the rich as well as the poor to kill themselves if they are <laughs> if they are too poor to continue living with dignity. In fact, the ever generous Canadian state will even pay for their deaths. What it will not do is spend money to allow them to live instead of killing themselves. So fuck that. We don't want you to live. We want to help support you. But you want to die? We'll pay for it. In 2015, the Supreme Court of Canada reversed 22 years of its own jurisprudence by striking down the country's ban on assisted suicide as unconstitutional, blithely dismissing fears that the ruling would initiate a descent down a slippery slope into homicide against a vulnerable as founded on anecdotal examples. The next year, Parliament duty enacted legislation allowing euthanasia, but only for those who suffer from a terminal illness whose natural death was reasonably foreseeable. It only took five years for the proverbial, proverbial slope to come into view when the Canadian Parliament enacted Bill C-7 a sweeping euthanasia law which repeated the reasonably foreseeable requirement and the requ- and the requirement that the condition should be terminal. Now, as long as someone is suffering from an illness or disability which cannot be relieved under conditions that you consider acceptable, they can take advantage of what is now known euphys- euphemistically as medical assistance and dying, made for short, M-A-I-D for short, for free. Do you all like the look of this Sancho? <laughs> Do you like this Sancho? Playing Chique with the deep state. I don't know, folks. I had some good interviews today. Um, I have the ghost coming on on Nino's Corner.tv. He's going to be talking about Starlink, where he sees this going. And let me tell you, he's a very credible individual. And I got Juan O'Saven coming on today. I mean, he's traveling right now, so it's whenever I catch him. I got Mel K, I believe, tomorrow. I have Mel K tomorrow, or I may have her Wednesday. Ah, whatever. I have her coming on this week. So Nino's Corner.tv is always on fire, folks. And I appreciate all of you tuning in, as always. You guys are awesome. I had to mix it up a little bit and come with a stash. <laughs> come with a mustache. I appreciate all of you. And the new heavyweight champion of podcasting. Ah!
¡Órale, vato!